Welcome back to the Sunday League Pundit Show. We are on episode five. Who'd have thought? Um, we'd like to start by giving our sincere condolences to Harry Venable's family and friends. We heard this morning that he's passed away, and not great news. Uh, sad times. Yes. So, yeah, we send our condolences to his friends and family. Um, so, as usual, what we're going to do is we're going to start by talking through this week's events, uh, which started on Monday with yet another international that I don't even think we should waste airtime talking about no. because it was just crap and boring. And I've, just, I've done international football. I, don't know where you I mean, I wasn't there last week. Obviously, I missed it. Um, we're talking about it, but pretty much I'm on the same way. But I'm not interested in international football. You missed the international break. You missed like the best weekend to miss. You missed. Yeah. it was just dull. Nothing happened. But um, I don't nice. watch it very often. The um, pod wasn't dull. I'm not the interested. pod, the pod yeah. was very interesting was and informative. Great, but the football that we watched to talk about <laughs> was horrific. Yeah, I mean, it's. I'm not interested in England internationals. I think Southgate's tactics are awful. Team selections awful. So, um, and I'm more on your side as well with the uh, Jordan Henderson thing where okay. I think that he's Projection. not, doesn't warrant, I can understand the point of view, what he adds value off the pitch and stuff like that. Just invite him along for a jolly, then just say, okay, come down, talk to the boys and stuff, keep them motivated, but you're not playing because you're not good enough. Please hand out the oranges. Yeah. <laughs> and that's pretty much the international covers. Right, so... We started Saturday with a few games on Saturday. Friday. Friday. Friday doesn't count. Leeds played it on does. Friday. Leeds it? played on Friday. Played on Friday no. Who cares about Leeds? Oh, we do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we do. Okay, yeah, yeah. Totally forgot. No. So, Leeds, Friday. Yeah, so we should have proved away nice and early. Then they got a freak goal because it was literally on the counter. Fair play. Well taken. And then we put Bamford on. That guy was born offside. Um, so when we did score a goal, good old Bamford was there to fuck it up for us. Cheers, mate. There we go. Thanks. What about your general play? Your general um, General sort of... We played all right. We just didn't finish our chances. We did actually... What was weird was we dominated, but we weren't creating like good goal-scoring opportunities. So we sort of just couldn't put any shots on target to really trouble them and then in the second half they came out and they they were actually like really up for it but we just seemed to contain and then you know, pretty dull second half to be honest and like I say we, we scored near the end and then Bamford's there to ruin it all so you thought it would just be a little bit meh really it was it was very meh a a but again this was, when you said about the whole how do I feel about the international break and I was like really against it yeah because it fucked your momentum let's talk about Southampton now so I was I was quite happy with the fact that Leeds had dropped two points because I thought oh, this is a great opportunity for us to um, 
go third. I thought that when I saw your result, I thought, oh, Jim's going to be dead happy here. And I was happy for a lot of the afternoon. You know, we scored a goal um, just before half-time, which is great. We were on top of a game, Adam Armstrong, 10, 10 this season. So, loving the fact that his goal contribution is great this year. Um, his confidence is still running high. Um, but again, a fluke. <laughs> A blue goal. It was it was a cross, and it just bounced, and then it's past the keeper, and it's a goal. And again, it's we're not finishing our chances. Why can't we play a game of football where we can win like two, three nil, and maybe take our foot off the gas? Where we're just constantly attacking, making chances, but just not doing it. The end result, and then all it takes is them to have one. Well, it takes second to score a goal. Yeah, and when you're only 1-0 up, that's it. And so, yeah, unbeaten run still goes on. But unfortunately, when you're playing teams at the bottom... So both pretty be. disappointed about the weekend's football. Then, yeah. Really. Very. For Leeds and Southampton. Very. Yeah. Shit. Because uh, we do, by all accounts, have uh, a few listeners from Leeds. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I have seen the geography of our listeners, and there are a few from Leeds. So they'll probably be just as annoyed as you are. Uh, we haven't got any from Southampton, I don't think. It's, uh, it's no, just me. It's so anyway, so yeah. Um, so on to Brentford Arsenal. Um, my thoughts are, I expected Ramsdale to be cagey in the first half. But I also mm. thought, I'll bear with him in the first half. And if he's still ropey in the second, then you need to say something about it. Now for me... He played an almost perfect second half. What he had to do, he did perfectly well. He claimed crosses, he controlled his area, his distribution was good. So his second half was superb. Now, if you now go and put Raya in instead of Ramsdale, you've got something against Ramsdale. I'm sorry, but it's as simple as that as far as I'm concerned. I, because he was absolutely fine in that yeah. second half. I think as soon as he made that mistake in the first half, which understandable, not played for a while, pressure's on, um, I think Arteta's, I'm thinking, this is why I'm playing Byron goal. Do you not think that Arteta's the reason for the Absolutely. discomfort in our Yeah, I mean, goalkeepers? I would never have swapped Ramsdale. I think Ramsdale is overall the better goalkeeper. I know I that don't. online a lot of people don't agree. Arsenal fans certainly don't agree. Yeah, but if you did you watch the Arsenal game? Yes. Right. All the way through the second half, the Arsenal fans were either singing for Havertz after he scored or they were singing Ramsdale's name all the way through. Yeah. That should tell you all you need to know about what yeah. the Arsenal fans think. I, yeah. I did think it was funny, though, how you've been bitching and moaning about Ramsdale not being in goals, and then he nearly cost you a goal in like fourth minute. And then you bitch and moan about Havertz, and he scores the winner in like the 19th. That's fine. <laughs> I but thought if, it was hilarious. If, but th- I was going to get onto this as well. Yeah. And if that's what Havertz is going to do, fine. Play him for 10 minutes every week. No problem yeah. with that. If he's going to come on and do something, but when you start the guy, useless. Yeah, I thought, Useless. I thought Havertz was all right. I actually thought I he thought, played quite well when I he came thought, on. Overall, not just the goal, but I thought his overall game was actually quite good. I can't good believe I'm saying this. I thought I actually Declan thought Rice well. was superb. He is. I know he cost a lot. Right? I know he's no, cost he a lot of money. It doesn't matter if he costs a lot of money. If you do but what for you me, do. he's been signing of the season. Because like, bar Madison, who, face it, is, is crippled now anyway. At least Rice is still with us. I know it's mm. not technically his fault, but... For me, Rice is signing the season because he has 
been absolutely superb. He has been, for me, our new Gilberto Silva, and we've not had one of them since Gilberto Silva. Just an absolute hero. He's just such a rock at the back. And he's what we needed. And for me, he's been superb. So I, 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 I like the game. I think the offside... I don't think it was. I don't think it was. I think the angle they're looking at is wrong. I think when they draw the line down, mm. right, you can see Jesus who heads it. His foot's actually in front of the line. So for me, they've taken the line from the wrong place anyway. Because as the line goes down, it cuts through his leg. Yeah. I'm like, well, surely the line should be a bit further out anyway to compensate for that's where his foot is. I'll show you a clip of it later. Okay. Uh, but if anyone wants to go online, just check for the offside and you'll see on every single clip, they go from his shoulder Mm-hmm. And it goes down and it cuts through his leg. I'm like, well, why haven't they gone from his foot? Because it's meant to be from any part of the body you can score with, yeah. isn't it? Well, surely it's called football. Surely you can score with your foot. Anyway, by the by, it wasn't given. It wasn't given. There's not a lot you can do about it. We scored another one through Havertz, which, to be fair to him, great good, run, good, good positioning. And he got low enough to, to get a decent low header on it. And it went under the keeper. Great goal. And he actually played well when he came on. Ramsdale, for me, made a couple of mistakes. Expected. When there's that much pressure on you yeah. and your manager basically doesn't have faith in you, it's understandable. But you come out in the second half, and for me, perfect performance for what you need to do in the second half. Absolutely superb. Yeah. Newcastle 4, Chelsea 1. For me, that was a bit of a shock. I know James got sent off a little bit later yeah. on. and game yeah, was done, done just about that point. But Newcastle, for me, ran it. And do you know who's been one of the best players this season, in my opinion? Gordon. Yeah, he's I been think gone. he's been absolutely outstanding. And I did think when he first joined Newcastle, he was just a petulant child. Because that time he got subbed, wasn't it? And he yeah. was yeah. proper kicking off and being... Ch- I tell you what, he's been superb since then. I think Newcastle are playing really well, I think. And because of the international break, they got to rest some of their players because they're really suffering with their European games. Yes, so I'd yeah. like to see what they do next weekend after they've played a European game this week. I'm interested to see what they do during the European game, actually, because they've got PSG again, haven't they? But in Paris, mm. that could be interesting. Because if they go over there and slap them, I know it's unlikely, but if yeah. they go over to Paris mm. and slap PSG, that's, PSG that's a statement and half, isn't it? And like, I mean, I wasn't expecting them to put four past them in the first game. so And I wasn't expecting them to put four past Chelsea. So I'm not expecting them to win again. There's no saying they're not going to because like Newcastle are that team. They've got the capability to go there and run riot. Absolutely. One thing I will say, again, going on the whole uh, players in form and stuff, Sterling's free kick. Oh, what a goal that was, <laughs> by the way. What a hit that was. I don't know what's going on with his hair, dude. Like, <laughs> if anyone knows Raheem Sterling, I have a word. He's not 18 anymore. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean uh, just because you said hairdo, Marcus Rashford, right he is now, literally trying to copy Wes Brown. Yeah, I think he is. <laughs> what the hell has he done to his hair? I mean, um, great penalty, but my word, his hair is awful. On to the next game, uh, we've got City one, Liverpool one, with a. Oh, let's replay a game because VAR went against us, and <coughs> then get a perfectly legit goal ruled out. Yeah, I... in their favour. I, okay. I actually, I genuinely, I thought Alisson pushed Akanji first. I thought he not. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. He didn't assault. There's him, very little in the him. contact between the two. Yes. On every corner, Alisson is pushing him. Yeah. Every corner, he's got his hand on him. He's pushing him away. That's yes. fine. Justin's fine. 
Allison just drops it. Yeah, I would agree. It just goes that. through his hands. Yeah. There is no significant contact to stop him catching that. Mm. He let it just go through his hands. I mean, if it that's happens. if that's a disallowed goal, I would like to go back to the Newcastle one and say somebody I don't know who it was, but the invisible one has fouled Raya, and that's why he looked like Flappy Bird when he came out. And I'd <laughs> like that one to be. Replayed. But yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. For all their crying about, oh, we had a game beat because they were playing with offside. They've had one decision in four years go against them where it's been really bad, but they've had so many hundreds of decisions where people have gone, oh, Liverpool, 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 yeah. and all this. And then they get that decision. This is why no one likes them. This is why everyone thinks they're a bunch of twats because they moan when things don't go their way. But when everything's going their way, oh, it's absolutely fucking nine roses. Yeah. Pricks. It was a good game. I enjoyed the game. And I imagine you probably happy with the result in Mate, honestly, I'm I'm happy the goal got ruled out because yeah. I mean the draw was perfect for us. Oh well, yeah, it's, it's a good a result, result for and it's also good for the rest of the league because it opens it up a bit, keeps it open. I think it's gonna be very well, open. But it's just year, hilarious how I, I noticed Klopp didn't come out and say oh, yeah, well, VAR's made a right error again there, like Yeah. That's what I mean. It, it's just I used to like Klopp. That's, yeah, but I that's, used to like Klopp. That's I loved talks to me about football in general. Is I mean, at least Arteta the other the other week actually during his interview, I think he was being facetious, but he did come out and he said, Well, aren't aren't you gonna ask me about the officials? And the interview was like, Oh sorry, you know, well they've been really good today. So I criticized him last week, at least give me the opportunity to praise yeah. him this week. And you know what? And I do think comment. he was being facetious, but it's fair comment. It makes a point yeah. that like you do only have a go at these like nobody said to Klopp. Do you think that should have been disallowed? And then give Klopp the opportunity to go, well, actually, uh, Klopp should have stood. Or at least I don't know. Yeah, I, think, I don't I think Klopp would have. He's really gone down in my estimation since becoming a full manager. I just moan, moan, moan. moan. But <laughs> thinking about the questions that Arteta faced, I think that he avoided the question that they kept asking him very, um, very well to talk about Ramsdale's mistakes. I know the reporter, she was going, right, in at him constantly just wanted to ask Those, that question and he literally just was yeah and all it needed we was, played very well in all positions today yeah and that was literally his it's, it was statement. a bit boring actually i mean i'd have preferred it and i'd have had a bit more respect for arteta i heard he come out and just said he's not played for a few weeks so you know the odd mistake here and there is fine because i'm sure every arsenal fan given the fact that they were all singing his name in the second mm -hmm. half i can tell you every arsenal fan in that stadium accepted the fact that he made a couple of mistakes yeah and like we know he's been mentally battered by his manager because he's been dropped for a guy that clearly is not good enough to replace him and then he's made a couple of mistakes and I'm fairly certain every Arsenal fan thought the same as me do you know what it hasn't cost it would have been annoying if it had cost us don't get me wrong but it hasn't cost us and then he's come out in the second half with a little bit more about him played it perfectly so I'd have rather Arteta just come out and said well he's not played for a little bit I expect you know I ex not expect but I accept the odd mistake here or there and that's okay with me. Yeah. But to completely avoid answering the question for me is a little bit out of order. Mm. Uh, another game that I wanted to talk about is Luton and Palace. Great. Game. Luton winning 2 1. Good for them to get the first win at home. I quite like the fact that you expected them to get a spanking each and every week, and it's not happening. It's they've, nice to see. They've got, they're like little pit bulls, aren't they? They've got a, so much fight about them. Like in every position, they've got players that just want to fight and fight and fight. And yeah. I really like that about Luton. I really, I hope they survive. I really do. I know it's going to be an uphill battle for them, and I know it's going to be a struggle. I really want them to survive. 
Yeah, it would be nice. Because they just fight so hard all the time. Yeah. And it's just, you can't help but respect it. If you're going to put that much yeah. effort in. And they're clearly working hard in training. Because you can see it on the pitch when they're on there. Uh, as for Palace, not the best game. But for me, Palace are one of them teams that they're going to make mistakes here and there. They're going to have the off-back game and these things are going to happen. I, I, thing is, it's nice when these games happen um, where the little underdog just puts in that much fight. I mean, it's like they were really unlucky against Liverpool. Like, yeah. really unlucky against yes, Liverpool. They were. And they were unlucky against Man United. I mean, take my bias against Liverpool out. Take that away. I actually was devastated that Luton didn't get more from it because the effort they put in just it, it felt like they were robbed. I agree. Yeah. They deserved that. That is day. exactly how I felt yeah. as well. I mean, and Liverpool weren't at the best, don't get me wrong. It's not like Luton no. have beat a, a solid on a game Liverpool. But when you've put that much effort and you could see that they were all like on their arse after 90 odd minutes. Yeah. And you could see that they were all out and they've given absolutely everything to concede that late. And then the story be all about Diaz. Yeah. I mean, I get it. What his family were going through was horrific. I, I, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Um, but yeah, I felt a little bit for Luton sure in that game. Um, and then we've got the, the next game. We've got Forest 2, Brighton 3. Just, I mean, it was a goal fest. There was, there was five goals. And it was just this and that and this and that and um, you didn't watch it. No, I didn't see it. And you didn't see it either. So we're not going to have a massive conversation about that. But for me, fight from both teams. And both teams were just at it. And it was a great game. and A very high scoring game. What are you expecting from your next game? Leeds, Tin Rips. We've got to win. We have to win. Who uh, who is your next good guy? Because we've got to assume that not everybody knows. Oh, what you did? Yeah, sorry. Um, so our next game, Swansea at home. Okay. Um, I think we have we won every home game, or we have we haven't lost at home. I think no, we we drew we drew a few games as well, but we're unbeaten at home. It's Swansea. I'd expect to be fair. Uh, I'd expect three points, but knowing Leeds, we'll probably fuck it up and draw. <laughs> And I love got, the way he's got so much We've, we've actually got two games in a row that we should win, both at home, Swansea Middlesbrough, and we should win. Again, because they're the games that we should win, we'll fuck it up. The games that people are like, oh, you know, it could go either way, we'll win them. Yeah, like 4-0. Hmm. <laughs> it's always the way, isn't it? But it's like, no one expected us to beat Leicester, because Leicester were going to run away with Lee. Hmm. So we stopped them having all but one shot and beat them 1-0 at their place. Solid performance. Absolutely. But this is my point. We have a solid performance like that, and then we lose to Stoke City. <laughs> it's a bit upsetting, isn't it? It's just, it's frustrating. It's the most... Who have Southampton got? You've put me on the spot there. Well, I'm, I'm going to ask Tim Ribs because he's got his phone. Hold on. Give me two seconds and I will have your answer. Most weeks I know, but it, you do, the team's fair. actually jumped out of my head. Okay, so you have got, you are home to Bristol City. Bristol City. And then you're home again to Cardiff. So you've got two home games. Two home games. So you're home to Bristol City. What's your thoughts? That's a game that, again, we want to be winning <laughs> that game. And to be fair, we really need to beat Cardiff as well because they're getting up more yeah. up there. So 
and it's crucial because we've got to keep on Leicester, Switch, yeah. Leeds. See, they've got hard games on us. Um, both um, Cardiff, well, Cardiff for seventh, and then um, what, Bristol are eleventh. Whereas ours is Middlesbrough twelfth, but then Swansea is seventeenth. So realistically, we need to win those because they are the easier games. Yeah, and Southampton need to. Oh. Yeah, so what's, <laughs> you need us off our butts. What's Arsenal's next game bar the champion, the next league game? Your next league, league Champions League. Your next league game is Wolves at home. You are at home to Wolves. Oh, do you know what? And I can see us struggling against them. Wolves are doing all right. I'm, I'm quite liking how Wolves. We are Wolves for us are like Bolton used to be in the nineties. Yeah, everyone does really well against them. And then they just make our lives a misery. And it's happened yeah, so many no, times. Wolves, uh, Wolves are doing well against a lot of people at the moment. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would have to hope that we beat them. But I also... You have got a tough run, though. I expect the fact that Rye is going to be in there. And that fills me with no confidence whatsoever. So that's just upset. I'm, I'm really not... Because I was a big fan of Ramsdale when he came. When we first signed him, I'm like, oh, okay, he's been relegated twice, but we'll give him a chance and just see what he's like. They may have seen something that other people have missed or whatever. And then after a few games, do you know what? Do you know what I like the most about him is his personality. I like the fact that he's got something about him. Mm. Like um, Grobla used to have years ago. He used to have fun with the crowd. And he'd crap out on the line with penalties and this, that, and the other. He'd just got something about him. And Ramsdale was the same. I, just like, I like his energy. I like his personality. Couldn't tell. And <laughs> he's not like flashy. So you probably like Andy um, you know Martinez a bit. I loved Emmy Martinez. I was gutted when he went. But then we got Ramsdale and he's turned out to be pretty good. So yeah. I, I'm not going to complain. But I was gutted when he went because I wouldn't have chosen yeah. Leno over Martinez. I'd have kept Martinez. But, you know, it is. To be it. fair, your run up till Christmas is quite iffy. Sticky. Yeah. So obviously you got Wolves. Yep. Then you got Luton away. Do you know what? And I'm actually not what? looking forward to that. Yeah, that's what I mean. You go to that little shed mm. in the street. Yeah, I'm not and sure about that. the atmosphere is great. And we used to struggle at Stoke, and that's a that's a decent stadium at Stoke. Yeah. But they've got that kind of atmosphere atmosphere in the ground where the, the fans will make the, the opposition yeah. feel like you're in a non-league ground, yeah. and it's quite um, not intimidating, but... I, 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 don't know the right word for it, but it's not intimidating. It's static it, in the air. Yeah, it? it's, it's great. That's there's I like something in the air at, at grounds like Stoke and Luton that that just put pressure on your opponents. Yeah. And then and you're I, away to Villa. I can see us winning that. I actually can't see us having many problems against Villa. Then after that, you've got another Champions League game. Then you've got Brighton at home and then Liverpool <coughs> away. I don't like playing Brighton and I, I hate playing Liverpool. Yeah. Just so because your run up to Christmas is... Really it's, it's not the best. Nice. I mean, I... I want us to beat Luton and I want us to beat Brighton, but I can see us. Surely you up. want to win them all. Well, we'll I do, yeah, but I am. I'm, <laughs> I'm more of a realist than I've made myself sound. It's now your title to throw away now. I think that's a little bit. <laughs> that's a bit. Far. No, it's true though. No, factually, that's true. I mean, are you totally te- right technically now? speaking? <laughs> if I want to point out, speaking, it is Arsenal's to throw away. I want to point out that last year, played the same last year when Arsenal were like yeah. a couple of points ahead. At that point, I think it was like with six games to go, 
Man City was still behind. And still, everybody, all the bookies' favourites to win the league was Man City. Man yeah. City. Was Do you still... remember we had a conversation? You said, how confident am I that Arsenal are going to win the league? And yeah. I turned around to you and said, we won't. Yeah. I said, we will not win the league this year. Because no. I knew already. It wasn't a case of just, you know... Um, I like how the mic's a... slowly but surely it, it, trying to hug Jim Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll sort that out eventually. We'll... we'll I'm getting new setups each and every week, and things are, are changing in here. And, and you know, we'll get there eventually, I'm sure. But we are amateurs. We were amateur footballers. We're amateur podcasters. We're amateur pundits. So we've got an amateur setup. That's just the way it is. Yeah, we're amateurs. So I'll go on amateurs. to a game that I watched today. So I watched the um, Tottenham Villa game. I think Tim listened to it on the radio. Well, I had nothing better to do. I, I did an hour and 20 minutes or stuck in traffic. Welcome to my world. Yeah. That's what I live. Yeah, but you get traffic. paid for that. Totally not the point. I don't. So, just horrible. So, but yeah, I listened to it. That yeah. Was a really good game. So, it was a good game. Tottenham started off really strong. Bill, uh, Decent goal by all accounts because um, my son Zach messaged me saying, What a hit by Lacelso. Yeah, I wasn't watching. It was a fair. I'm hearing the uh, offside goal for um, what Watkins was apparently like. It was tight again. There were two angles. Mm. You could look at it from one angle, and he looked so far offside. It was this is what they were saying in the commentary round, and it was so close, and it took minutes to do it. Yeah, it it must have been at least three. Clinton Morrison does the commentary on Radio Five Live. I don't know. I don't know. But he literally went, "Oh, he's offside." And then while they were doing it, he was going, oh, hang on a minute. I'm not so sure now because from the other angle, he looks onside and it was apparently really and I, tight. And I go for the fact that if it takes that long but the right to make a decision, I think it should just be a goal. Yeah. Give the striker the advantage. I mean, good, good finish, but they got their just desserts in the end because they got the goal um, right at the end, which obviously damaged I know uh, Son had one ruled offside, didn't he? But apparently he was... Son scored a hat-trick today. Did he really? Son did score a hat-trick today. On <laughs> 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 all three of them were offside. <laughs> and they were all offside. So. He, he, he's the Premier League equivalent of Bamford then. What I noticed is when um, Tottenham were attacking, He's really slow at like getting out the box and stuff. Yeah, because he's, he, like, he's he seems likes a bit grumpy around. And and for me, that's what cost him goals because he's not quick enough to step back or he's not aware of his surroundings. Maybe it's because last year he was coming out. <laughs> I think right, we I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> have to explain for both because Tim Ribs isn't on the video for YouTube and obviously the audio listeners are going to have a clue what's going on. The reason we're giggling is because we're in my homemade gym, right? So it, it is a very basic setup, this podcasting and, and everything is... Tim Ribs is... Because he doesn't want to be on camera, he's sat over to our right and he's near my weight stand and he's just gone for sort of a half yawn, half sort of stretch and he's hit my 20 kilogram metal weights Right on the edge of his elbow. The funny bone. The the not so funny bone. <laughs> yeah. So he's hit his, his funny bone. So obviously he's over there pulling all sorts of faces. We tried which to I keep wish I calm. could turn the camera around and show you what the pain he's in because it's <laughs> it's glorious. 
I tried um, to keep it together, but it just couldn't happen. It was funny, wasn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. so that's just for everyone that was wondering, what are they starting to laugh about? Because it's just not funny what they're talking about. It's because Tim Ribs has decided to elbow 20 kilograms worth of metal weight, thinking that was a good idea. And uh, it turns out it wasn't. But I bet your son's gutted as well, because I think one of his favourite players has just come back from injury and he went off injury. He hasn't messaged me since... Uh, Villa scored the equaliser, so I'm assuming he's not very happy. I um, have heard that that challenge, the way they talk about that challenge is vicious. Yeah, he's, he's got Benticore on the back of his shirt, actually. He's the he's only one back. that he, he asked for his, his yeah, name so number on the back he, of his shirt. So it, him, right? He went in, he did the challenge, but obviously it's not studs in the leg, so obviously it's not a dangerous tackle, even though he... Was it a dangerous hard. tackle? He hit him hard. I've heard it's reckless. The, the way they worded it was, it was like, Reckless and intentional. To, I'd have to watch it. Yeah, intentional for me is is a red card. If you're intentionally going in for a heavy tackle, then you're going to hurt somebody. But it's just the fact. I that haven't seen it. I would like to point out. I haven't seen it. It's just, like a shin against shin kind of tackle. It wasn't like bottom of his foot and then. No, it was it high enough up his leg, and obviously See, that's I don't know if either. it's why are you tackling the football's not there. The football's nowhere near me. Why are you going above the? Yeah, you shouldn't be going ball. above the. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> it does, but I, I have heard that Spurs lack balls, so it's probably only the football he's got to go for. Huh? But they did say after the City game, it brings the advantage to Arsenal and Tottenham, and that's three in a row for Tottenham. Yeah, now. I mean, you say it brings the advantage to Arsenal. It brought the advantage for us to go top this weekend. Yeah. Right. As for as far as the league's going, City have still got their bloody January to, to May run to go, haven't they? And they don't lose January to May. So Unfortunately, unless we can go unbeaten from now till the end of the season. And to be honest, I can't see it. I think the top two is probably going to be Man City Liverpool this season. Get out. Nah. Get out. I, I don't Arsenal. want it to be that way. I think Arsenal I think Arsenal will be Thank you. you can stay. No, I genuinely do. Um, I'd I'd like us to at least finish second, that'd be nice. Especially with Liverpool, that'd be great. Yeah. I think at the moment though, I think I do think my head, my head says Liverpool are going to finish second. I think they're doing well this season. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I want them to finish. Still going to try and get Tony. I'd like them to finish fifteenth. <laughs> <laughs> I still think Arsenal go after Tony. Anything I, honestly, I hope we do because that's what we're missing. Yeah, that's what I mean. If you can, so January's eight games. Game do you know right? what? I, yeah. I take Watkins. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I think he's good enough to score mm. 25 a season at Arsenal. I don't think he'd leave Villa at the moment. I think Villa and he's a, an Arsenal fan. Yeah, is he? he's in it. Yeah, he's in it. By course. all accounts, he's an Arsenal fan. And Tony's also come out in an interview and said the only team that he'd like to play for in the Premier League is Arsenal because of the way they play football. Okay. Yeah. So, but I think Watkins would be cheaper than Tony because I think a lot Brentford cheaper. would demand. Would cheaper? I'm not convinced. I think if Tony, if they want to get rid of him. Then there's a surprise to get rid no, of. No, they only came out and said they don't want to sell They want to offer him a new contract. They're, they're, oh, okay. they're offering him a new contract. They're like saying 100 million is not enough. They do not want to sell. Oh, well, there we go. Yeah, I'm, I wouldn't go above 100 million for him. No, no, no. But what I mean is that's what, that's what their owner's saying. Oh, well, I, I think we could get Watkins for 67, yeah, aren't we? I think you get him for a lot less. 50. Straight up. Yeah, possibly. Um, but I, I genuinely, I think he's good enough to get 25 a season at Arsenal, Ollie Watkins, because he's, he's just yeah. a great striker. Um, right, anyway, no more mumbling as, as we seem to be doing. So what we're going to do is we're going to leave it there. We're going to have a quick break. We're going to leave you with the uh, 
the theme song and uh, we'll be back shortly aha Hello, welcome back after a short break, a uh, short bathroom break for us, as it was. Uh, we're going to go on to a, a new section now, which I'm hoping is going to continue on, and we're going to refer to it as Contact from the Pundits, which is obviously you guys. We've had another email, uh, which we're going to go through now and explain what was in it, and there was another task given to us, which some of us have completed and some of us have left at home and then got stuck in traffic. In ribs. So, uh, anything to add, boys? Yeah, yeah so we want some, a lot of contact from our listeners, our pundits, um, and we've noticed that we've got a lot from our friends over the water, over the pond stateside. So it'd be good if, even yeah, if indeed. just one of you comes in and says, is there anything that you want us to review, you know, any anything to do with the MLS League and that, you know, I have my affiliation to one side over there, which is uh, Inter Miami. Is oh, my... what a surprise. I knew that was good. Yeah. Back him in, sit. Right. So, yeah, if there, we, do, we, do know, we, have, we do know that we've got some uh, listeners from the States. So, yeah, it would be interesting to certainly have your take on the Premier League. And if you have any, any questions or, you know, want any information from us or thoughts from us on the MLS, because, we, you know, we do watch it. But certainly, I watch it and you watch it. Do you? A little bit. You watch a little bit. So, yeah, we've got thoughts on the MLS. Yeah. Um, so, if there is anything you want to know, just ask us. Feel free. It's no problem. So, we've had an email from uh, Alien J. And Alien J has said, Hey, guys, loving the pod. I have a question for you, maybe even two. If you had to pick a five-side team with you as the manager or maybe a sub, I have to say the only sub I'd be is... From Subway. I I went with manager. I decided that I yes. did not get in my team. Oh, all three of us went for manager because <laughs> neither one of us feel comfortable around any of the names we've chosen. Um, what would your team be? Any player in the world today? And the second part of that is pick another five-a-side team with your all-time greats in it. And I do think I'll come up with some shocks there. However... He then finishes it saying, happy podding, Alien J. So thank you very much, Alien J, for that. Much appreciated. And we have taken it seriously enough to have come up with teams. Yeah. Um, do you know your teams? I do, actually, yeah. Because I do know that you got stuck in traffic today for yes. over an hour and you weren't able to go back and pick yours up. So if I, you know I do yours, remember it, yes. we will start with yours. And what is your... Um, your greats, your five-a-side team from today? From today. So, basically, it's pretty much one team. <laughs> I tried <laughs> not to do that. By any chance. <laughs> so, obviously, we all know who my favourite keeper is at the moment. Yeah. So, Edison was always getting picked. Okay. And in, I also tried to put my mental mentality into the whole five-a-side, how five-a-sides play. Yeah, I and, did. And his distribution, next to none. Okay. Now on both teams, I struggled with my defender, so I'm going to come back to my defender. Okay. And I'll, because defenders, again, five aside, a bit different. So my two centre mids are De Bruyne. Oh my god. And I went with Jude Bellingham okay. because there is no argument that guy is special. Sorry, okay. he's absolutely special. And then if you're not going Haaland up front, you need your head checking. Okay. Okay. So when it came to the defender, I stuck with Man City, ironically. 
And it's a player who I think has a bit of everything rather than a defender. Because five side is very fluid. It's people move. I went with Carl Walker. Mm-hmm. Because I just don't think there are many defenders in the world who can do what he does. Okay. I mean, he literally is possibly the best right back in the world, but he can also play centre back. Yeah. Okay. So I can, I can get beyond I went very heavy Man City, but that's just because in my head, these are the best players in the world at the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And okay. yeah, so five aside wise, I'm looking at their creativity, passing, because five aside, there isn't so many tackles made. A lot of it is like basketballs back and forwards and. There's a lot, it's all about the creativity, the quick passing and stuff. So I went with people who were a little bit of everything or just a lot of creativity and powerhouse up front. Uh, that's my I'm a little surprised with the defensive choice. Okay. But I, I accept it completely, but it's not something I thought you would go with. Okay. Um, but yeah, totally understand it. And his pace as well, obviously, is, yeah. is going to help. Yeah. And the fact that he, if you can get up and down an 11-side pitch and make it look like a five-side one, then you're going to do all that on a five-side pitch, aren't you? So, yeah. I mean, wasn't expecting it, but actually feel like I've had my eyes opened a little bit to that. But, yeah, Walker, I think, would be a great choice. Yeah. So, yeah, can't can't really disagree with that much. What did you go with? So, I went in a similar lineup where I actually wrote down a Man City team on my piece of paper <laughs> because, literally, it was really hard to not do. But I thought I'm going to pick different just to be... Different. Yeah. I know that we spoke a little bit during the week, and I went, I could pick five Man City players, you know. Yeah, um, I think anybody could. So I'll I'll tell you players that didn't go in. So Edison doesn't go in mind. Rodri was the other one that didn't go in um, on that side of things, and he said, "Get your head checked." I actually went. I decided not to go with Harlan because I just wanted to be different and not <laughs> overload Man City. Um, so fun. so. The first player that went into my team was Jude Bellingham. I think he's one of the best players in the world right now, overall, out yeah. of anybody. Uh, right now, argue with that. Right <laughs> now, I think he's he's better than Messi, and he's better than Ronaldo. You know, the Ballon, Ballon d'Or choices, he's he's up yeah, there. So it was dead easy for him to that. put in. Kevin De Bruyne, he went in next to him. Just had to, there was nobody else. So up front, I thought... All I need is somebody that's going to put the ball in the back of the net. Does he play in Germany by any He does. It's Harry Kane. <laughs> so I just thought, I'll to just be go fair, Harry If you're not Kane. going Haaland, Kane is... It's one of the two, isn't it? Yeah. So I'm getting a good link going. So then I thought, goalkeeper again. So I thought, where do I go with this? So I went with Thibaut Courtois. And the reason I went with him is because he pretty much single-handedly costs Liverpool winning the Champions League, so I really um, admire the guy. <laughs> so, so that was my logic for picking him over lots of goalkeepers I should that could have gone I in. should put a scouser warning. <laughs> warning, then, this podcast may offend you know, you know, You know how Yorkies have not for girls on the side? <laughs> I should put not for scousers on the podcast. <laughs> I did, I did warn Yo that this is very um, anti-Liverpool because he started listening a little bit now. So um, I he probably will only listen a little bit as well. <laughs> to be fair, and finally, I finished off with my centre back again. I was thinking, who can play in this system? Who who do I want? So I did think Kyle Walker a little bit, but I went with another City defender. I went with John Stones. Yeah. Okay. I'll be honest. He's 
on mine. Yeah, uh, like a. Yeah, I was kind of like, I'm going to go with John Stones. So and the thing is, is because he can do midfield and he can do defence and he can get up and down yeah. and he can run around. He's strong. He's he's powerful. He's, he's he reads the game really well. So yeah. I. And I still went with links as well. So I've got a little bit of a Real Madrid link going in there, a bit of Belgium link and a bit of English link. So so my team uh nicely linked. Okay. Yours. Mine is is a little bit different. If Ramsdale is in goals, I will be amazed. <laughs> He's not in goal. <laughs> what? Ramsdale's not in goal. I actually this is probably gonna surprise both of you. I went for O Black as my goalkeeper because I just think he's superb. Um, so I've got O Black in there. I've written down two defenders, and I'm not. I'm still not sure which one to get rid of. Um, Stones is one, yeah, and Saliba is the other, just because of how well they cover the ground and they jockey. Again, Walker could have been the other one without mm. much hesitation. I think I'm going to go Stones over Saliba. I don't really have a, a reason for it. I just think I'm going to. I think Saliba's the best um, centre-back in the This is going right to surprise now. both of you. I've gone for Bellingham in my midfield. Yeah. No! It's a shock, <laughs> yeah. It's a shock, but all three of us have gone for Bellingham. Oh, yeah. Right, this is... I had to have one where my bias just took over. Okay. Right? Because my thought process was to bring See that. Right. I'll be honest. Yeah. No. Ooh. I've gone for Odegaard. as a similar thought process yeah. to... He's very similar to the He's very is. skillful. Yeah. His vision's amazing. He doesn't take long to make his mind up and his passing is on point. Could have been De Bruyne, but I had to be biased somewhere, so I've gone for Odegaard. Uh, and up front, Haaland. It was one of the two. Yeah, yeah. It was either going to be Haaland or Kane, and obviously Kane played for Tottenham, so he's out. <laughs> Again, uh, to be my fair, bias to I, only went, I only went Kane, so I didn't have all Man City players, and it was... Um, so everybody didn't go Ireland. I just wanted it to be different teams. But you can't argue, can you? One of the they're both going to bang because they're just going to sit there too. and finish. I just want yeah. them to stay up up the top. They don't have to do the running. That's for Bellingham and. Do you want to worry Southgate? No, no, sorry, no. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. Let's let's not do that. That's uh, right. So hopefully that's answered Alien Jay's question on what our current would be right now. This I think could. Be very, very different. Oh, these, oh, these yes. will be very different because this is your all-time living or dead <clears throat> five-a-side team. And again, I got stuck on two defenders. But I'm going to be we'll honest. Go with your all-time. Uh, mine's based a lot around like my school slash teenage yeah. years. A lot of it's going to yeah, be. So. I mean, a lot of people out there listening are going to disagree with probably. 100% of all of our choices. Oh, yeah. Or you may go, oh, well, I can accept that one. This is something that everybody's like, you could ask 100 people and probably get 95 different five-a-side teams. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it is just personal choice. But Tim, we'll go with you. You're all well, time. Well, I also went with players that I've watched as well. So In your so lifetime. In my lifetime. That's so, so that's why players like mm. Pele haven't yeah, gone yeah, yeah, into yeah. my team because I've, I never watched him play. I imagine he was very good, but I never yeah, watched well, I him. He was wasn't bad. <laughs> I, I imagine he was all but right. I never saw him play, so he's got a just couple. clips. Yeah. Um, Tim, so all my hardest part pass. here was my goalkeeper. I've struggled with that as well. And that was because I had two okay. to choose from. Who were the two? So, Ike Kassia, 
I knew he would be one of them. And Buffon. Yeah. yeah. And I knew he would be the other. Yeah, exactly. And the reason being, Eke Kassir was sort of like the first keeper of this, what we now consider goalkeepers. He, yeah, he really, plays with his feet. Yeah, he played with his feet. He wasn't massively tall, five foot eleven. Short sleeves. Okay, I might role model him slightly. <laughs> but no, he was um, a new age keeper. Phenomenal. Then you got Buffon, who's arguably the best goalkeeper of all time. Yeah. So it was a real hard toss-up between those two. But I went with Buffon. And this is where the, there's a slight bias. That there's only two nationalities in this team. Right. So... I had a feeling, feeling that um, we'd have the same kind of... I'm uh, assuming Italian is going to be one of them. Right? Italian is one. As you've got Buffon in there. So what I'm going to do is Buffon in that. And seeing as the defender was the thing for me, the, the holding point, I'm just going to go straight in there. I went with arguably one of the best... Cent- look, not centre-back, but one of the best defenders to ever grace the pitch, Paolo Maldini. Maldini, I've just mouthed Maldini. Yeah, I know. Anyone on YouTube will know that I've just <laughs> Literally, mouthed Maldini. Maldini is just... Yeah. Wow. I mean, growing up, anyone ever said, who's the best defender? Maldini was straight there. He, that, I just can't. Yeah, there you go. So I'm going to finish my Italy link now with Thurlo. Yeah. And now I'm going to move to my other nationality, Brazil. Right. Okay. Ronaldinho. Because <laughs> let's be honest. What, Ronaldinho. What a player. Yeah. And then up front, Ronaldo. Yeah. yeah, I don't think many would argue with that. No. I mean, for me, the best strikers I ever saw growing up are Romario, Ronaldo, and probably Roberto Baggio. You clearly didn't watch the one that I put in my team, though. So those three, for me, are like the standout strikers yeah. of all time. Brilliant strikers. And I love that story of when Romario wanted to go home and he was playing for Barcelona and uh, Cruyff said to him, you can't go if you score two goals. You can go... So we went on, banged in two goals and fucked off at half time. Yeah. <laughs> what a player. I mean, seriously, the guy was phenomenal. So when you're sort of talking about the best strikers of your generation and you look at how Ronaldo's career was dogged with injuries and he still managed to win Ballon d'Ors and World Cups mm. and everything. And I mean, if he imagine if he had not had the injuries that he'd had. Oh, God. I mean, oh. I think he's the most... Talented out and out striker I've ever seen. Yeah, I would. I really do. So my team is literally Buffon, Maldini, Pirlo, Ronaldinho, and Ronaldo. Great team. That's not a bad five side team, is it? I wouldn't like to play it personally. No, and I'm not gonna lie. It did not take me very long to write that. Right. What, Jim Joe? Your all time. So it was kind of interesting because where I knew we was going to go with Italian based because I kind of looked at it and went, I could very much pick an Italian team here. Certainly from the late 80s. You know, my Italian team being Buffon, Maldini, Cannavaro, Perlo and Baggio. Yeah. (laughs) That's a pretty good team, isn't it? I I wrote that down. And I'm not going to lie, you still look overlooking players like Catuso. I know, yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Andreas Nesta, do you remember him? Oh, Nesta, what a centre-back. Amazing. Because I toyed with him as well. Del Piero. Del Piero, great So so I'm going to start where my team actually started so okay. the first player that went into my team was one of my favorite players of all time in center mid paul gascoigne gaza gets into my team straight away there was no ifs or buts he was the first one that went in a bit like bellingham went in on the other side and i built my team around bellingham i built my I team around you wouldn't gaza. have a women's five side on yours because they'd be in trouble wouldn't they 
<laughs> yeah. So Gaza would be the first choice. Okay. So then I went with the logic again and went, who am I playing up from? I just need somebody that's going to put the ball in the back yeah. of the net. Mm. So yeah. I put in Matt Latiss. Oh. Because he's my favourite player of all time. And he's There's got, got to that be a bit much of bias technical. somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got that much technical ability and he's one of the best finishers of all time. So I literally okay. just went with... And because it's five-a-side, I'm hoping it's a smaller pitch. He didn't like to run around a lot, so <laughs> he doesn't need to. So It's definitely... It's, they're so, not playing five-a-side on an 11-a-side pitch, mate. So, so that was that. So I went with Buffon, which was just... It was my obvious one. The only other person I told you was with Schmeichel, but I had to go Buffon. Oh, I can't argue with either one of them. Um, and at centre back, I nearly went Maldini, but I thought he goes a little bit more left sided. So I went with Cannavaro as my again another great centre back. S- yeah. centre back. I mean, when you when you think back to some of the greats from years, oh man, some <clears> of them were just outstanding. So because. And I really wanted to put David Beckham as my last player in it because he was one of my favourite players of all time. But I actually went a little bit more biased and I went with a player that could do my running and do a bit of defensive work as well, as okay. well as being forward. So I went with Gareth Bale. Well, I was, I was going to argue when he said biased. And then, that might Bale be a little a... bit of a Southampton link again. Yeah, but Bale isn't cracking. Yeah, so, yeah, obviously, I've ended up with Buffon, Cannavaro, Gaza, Bale and Letizia. And speed. That's not bad. <laughs> right. I, my all-time, um, I was debating whether to go bias on the centre-back, and I didn't. So, I haven't put Tony Adams oh, in. I was going to say yeah. Tony Adams. But, I mean... It was a stretch to leave him out because I love the guy. Ah, oh, So well, much. he made it into my Arsenal, Arsenal leagues. Yeah, yeah. Um, and well, I, I, I went for this. Yeah. Might surprise you, Maldini. And it was between for me. It was between him and Nesta mm. because Nesta was as cracking. If I, obviously, if I left yeah. Adams out, I got stuck on the keepers. Do I want Casillas mm. or do I want Gordon Banks? I never watched Gordon Banks. I've just seen footage of him. I've seen the pitches that guy played. Yeah. And he's yeah. still an amazing goalkeeper. So I think I'm And the weight of the ball as well. I'm gonna go with Gordon Banks just because of what he had to deal with at the time. No gloves, heavier balls, shoddy pitches. Horrendous pitches. Yeah. yeah. And he still kept out what he kept out in such he was, with such class. That one with so, the scoop where he goes and scoops it. it over. It was either that or that yeah. caused Siemens yeah. against Sheffield United in the in the cup. That was great as well. But I've got Gordon Banks. Maldini, my midfielders, Ronaldinho being one of them, because it's Ronaldinho and who gets the ball off him? Yeah. yeah. There many. You know what, though? One thing I loved about Ronaldinho, he always played with a smile. Always. Yeah. He, he, he was enjoying his game. Always. He just is the embodiment of fun and football. Yeah. If you think about players who enjoy being on the pitch, just look at him. He's just a kid playing football all, all the time, isn't he? Yeah. Like even now, he's what in his fifties now, yeah. and he still runs around when he's doing that charity stuff. He's still smiling and having a laugh with everyone. Yeah. And, um, my other midfielder, I was thinking small pitch, close control, very good, scores goals. Lionel Messi. Oh, Messi. Yeah, yeah. So I've got Ronaldinho and Messi in midfield. Technically, and up front. Yeah, but it says all time, yeah. so it could be now. Okay. It doesn't have to be dead players. It's still I mean? present, though. Yeah, but that's, uh, you know, I've gone for Messi. 
Okay, I'll let you have it. Though. Does he play real football? Because he's, he's at Inter right. Miami. Yes, does that he count? Does. He's all right. Oh, you're into my. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's all right. Doesn't count, does it? What you wearing pink for? You're on this side. Um, the striker that I went for, Marco Van Basten, because he scores goals that physics tell me shouldn't have been possible, and on a five-a-side pitch, that would be invaluable. So I've gone for Marco Van Basten for my striker, which I did think would surprise both of you. Yeah, that one surprised me. Watching Marco Van Basten as a kid, he is who I wanted to be. He's the reason I spent hours upon hours upon hours practicing overhead kicks in the back garden against Wall and practicing flicks and volleys. Hitting your head off the floor multiple times while you're pretty much brain dead now. Yeah, I mean, I didn't (laughs) say it works, I just said I tried it. Um, But yeah, you know, there were were a couple of visits to hospital. One or two, maybe a couple of broken bones here and there. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you a cripple? Marco Van Basten. <laughs> yeah, and uh, one of my neighbours had a, a Holland shirt with Van Basten written on the back of it, and uh, Ace was trying to nick it off him. It was, <laughs> it was a lot bigger than me, I was only nine at the time, but it didn't work. We do not endorse Beth in any sort of way. No, we don't. No, uh, we don't. I was just saying. I was a kid, just trying to pinch his football shirt. Just, that's nice. What well, you should have done is had a one-on-one with him in the garden, and then traded shirts at the end. Hell no! I saw him play football. There's no way I was going to one-on-one with him. Yeah, but you trade shirts after the game, you win or lose. I never thought about that as a nine-year-old. I don't think it would work anyway. <laughs> um, so there, there are current five sides, and our all-time, which for me includes one current, but he's still an all-time great as far as I'm concerned. Oh, yeah. Whether he's still playing or not. Um, so yeah hopefully Jay that's given you some insight into who we like and what players we like and that you know hopefully he's happy with them hopefully you never know so I think what we'll do is we'll uh, we'll call it a day there and uh, what was that? I think I got a message oh was that you was it? yeah I don't know what that was then some sign from above telling us to shut up. Um, <laughs> His dinner's on. <laughs> but it isn't. I would just like to say thank you very much for joining us. And if you have made it this far, we really, really do appreciate it. And we are hoping that far, far more of you are going to get involved. Send emails in, questions, even funny stories from your own football or, you know, things that you want to know. Is there anything you want to know about us three? You know, where, where our football or, or where our likes, our dislikes are concerned, feel free to message us at any point and we'll uh, we'll always try and answer any emails that we can. Um, so, yeah, please get in touch. And it's Sunday League Pundits at Outlook.com. So, any correspondence, please send them to that email. We've all got access to it and we can all get hold of it and we'll, uh, we'll do our best to answer it. So, uh, we shall call it there and we shall see you next week. Thank you very much.